Your car's frozen? Oh, it's frozen. Are you trying to go somewhere? Yeah. Where are you going? Danville. Oh, boy. Well, um, God bless you. Yeah. I heard How's the... I heard there's only three people on the Bluegrass Parkway that have died. Was that true? No. All right. How is the audio coming through on your end? I'm recording oh, it. It's, but... beautiful. it's beautiful audio. Okay, cool. Because I'm using a, a different head. I'm using a headset today because I didn't feel like hooking up the uh, the whole rig. I can hear you. You're more a P-Popper Wilson. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I'll just speak clearly so the audience can more hear <laughs> more or less hear what I'm trying to say. I have a, um, the only thing that I know I want to touch on this is a specific gift giving scenario. And, uh, it's polite. Like, I I just want to get your take on, on, um, what, what is, if, if someone would have a, uh, a reason to be upset in this gift-giving scenario. Okay. I mean, anything's possible these days. Um, You know, luckily in my family dynamic and gift-giving dynamic, um, anyone who I, it's kind of like the Dr. Seuss quote, anyone who I care about isn't going to criticize my gift-giving. And anyone... Anyone I don't care about, I wouldn't really care what they care. True, true. It's not that someone is going to be they're, – they're going to be, like, literally upset, but it would just be like, what the fuck? You know? Okay, what is it? Tell me. I'm no, 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 no. I'm going to save it for the, save it for the – uh, we're, we're not recording yet, are we? Yeah, we have been. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Here it is. So for – for many years, it has been understood that I, I that several family members in my family we that we don't it's understood that you don't get them a gift and they're not going to get you a gift. Okay, of course. And it that it, it makes things a lot you know simpler. I only have to focus on some people and and I and, and it doesn't get out of control. And now it already is out of control, mm-hmm. and every year it gets more out of control. Mm-hmm. But it's just nice to know that I don't. There's no pressure to get the to get certain people in my family a gift, and I know that they're not going to get me a gift. Okay, now enter this year. Um, we we're going to get these people a gift. Okay, now here's the thing: they don't know we're going to get them a gift. I feel obligated. It's so here's here's where, where I'm coming from. If they came to Christmas with a gift for me and didn't tell me and I did not have a gift for them, I would be like, dude, you're you're screwing everything up. We had a we've had a 10 year understanding and yeah. you come here and you screw it up. Okay. Uh, and I actually that happened to me a few years ago and I that will never happen to me again. Right. And I'll, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why there's an easy solution, super okay. easy solution. All right. All right. So do you have Christmas cards in stock at your home that you just, you know, um, it's probably too late to get them now unless yeah. you want to go out there. No, I don't. I don't okay. do that. I don't have that. Yeah. See, well, 
my solution is I, I don't have Christmas card stock in my home. However, I make Christmas cards for everyone. Um, like anyone, like uh, what you you print them or you're coloring them? You're you're painting. No, I draw. I just draw like a snowman or something. You know, whatever. Yeah, I make custom cards for everyone. People love it, and don't ever start doing it because it sucks. Like I hate doing art. I'm pretty good at art, but I hate it. It's yeah. like work for me. I can't stand doing art. Well, the best, the best people, the best artists hate their art the most. Oh no, it's not that I hate my work. I hate doing the work. Like <laughs> it's like labor intensive. My hand hurts. Right. I'm like just tired of looking at fucking colors. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It's like it's like taking a class that you have to pass, making these Christmas cards every year, which well, I haven't even. Was, that, that, you know, you could just describe Christmas as, as a whole like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree. So <laughs> I, I don't know if you're done with your Christmas preparations. I haven't even started as in like. Are you wrapping. serious? You can't be serious. It is the 23rd. I have all the gifts. I just haven't wrapped them and I have to make I make cards for everyone and I put lottery tickets in them. Oh my god, that was going to be my next question actually. That's what I'm saying like so you don't buy people gifts and if they do get you a gift, you, at least you have something to hand them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you the ticket can be whatever you want. Like if you like the person, I'll usually give them a $10 scratcher. If I don't don't really like the person, I'll give them a $1 scratcher. Wow. And that's my strategy. Um, I do get gifts for like, I think I have like six people that I'll buy a gift for. And that's that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. We oh, don't, oh, our family doesn't you, do gifts. Wow. You, I don't know. I don't know about your wife, um, but I, my, me and my significant other have never bought each other Christmas gifts. Well, we buy gifts. Yeah, no, that sucks, man. I I I don't know how people go, live their life like that, honestly. Well, you know, uh, I I am I regard myself as a good gift giver. I I I just, yeah I, I do. I, I I keep a a running list. All conversations that I have get thrown through a a gift giving equation. Yeah, and, and so I'm just always collecting in my phone. Uh, it's a real sickness that that uh, that culture has has made me this way, mm -hmm. and it all stems from a <clears throat> childhood trauma, really. And uh, did you not get good gifts as a kid? No, um, no. Yeah, it it's kind of the opposite. Uh, one time, I I did a very poor job giving giving gifts. Oh, and it has it's it has truly scarred me for the rest of my life yeah um, but <clears throat> because of that i'm because of that moment i am now like hyper vigilant about making sure uh uh gifts are sufficient and i honestly over overdo it most most occasions but um so uh talk yeah you, you you hit on my other question it was it was where do you it, it, when you were younger I feel like lo the lottery intertwining with Christmas is like it, that wasn't around when I was young. Do you always remember that when you were young, like like in, in elementary school? Do you remember your parents or <laughs> the adults giving each other scratchers? 
No, I don't. I think that started sometime in my 20s, but then yeah, it, it, it's every year now. Yes, it's every year. It's and it's it's like more and more and more like um prevalent. I'm not complaining. Oh yeah, no, I know a lot of families do that like a ton. Yeah. It, 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 but it came out of nowhere really. It cuz it, it 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 wasn't there. When I I don't remember scratch offs when I was young. But also, you know, I I didn't it, those weren't on the radar. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, my I feel like scratch offs have always been around my family. Um, that's not really a, like something I'm proud about, but um, I've always seen them and I've always known what they were uh, and always been like, hell yeah, I'm about to win $48,000. Yeah. Never have I ever. I think the most I've ever hit is 50 bucks. Um, Me too. Me too. I, I, $50 is the most I've ever uh, hit. I used I, to be pretty obsessed with them, but I don't buy them much anymore, like randomly. I never buy them. Um, I, I never buy scratch offs. Um, I, I lose enough money gambling on sports uh, and mm -hmm. horses to suffice that sort of itch. But um, it is interesting to me that like there are like year round scratch off people, and you know it, it caters to the it caters to the poor. Oh, yeah, you know? dude. There's there's people that buy entire rolls. Yeah, but it's just funny that like one one event out of the year we all babble in that sort of degenerate uh, you know it, it, oh no but it's okay it's okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's jesus's birthday of course we're yeah. gonna we're gonna gamble you, you know? know that um you know that we're we're in kentucky uh you live in kentucky as well the and we're going to be one of the last states that ever legalizes uh, marijuana or sports gambling, online gambling. Do, do you know? Do you know that I came across a very surprising state? I was in Hawaii recently. Hawaii uh, is Kentucky. They don't have legalized okay. gambling, and they don't have they don't have legalized marijuana. Well, that that was my next hot take. I, I'm surprised they don't have legalized marijuana actually, but that's that's fine. Um, my next hot take is I'm actually. I think I'm in the camp that, uh, that, uh, oh God. I think uh, marijuana is fine. It, it could be legal. I, I could, I could say that'd be legal. Cause I mean, it's so close. Indiana is going to be legal soon. So for me, yeah. it's not, it's not even a big deal. Right. Um, but for, as far as online gambling goes, I, I don't think we should do it. I really don't because it's like the it's going to be like the opioid epidemic it's going to make poor people so much more miserable than they already are well it's i i i tend to agree with you and i think it's really fucked up that if you download the kentucky you could if you download the kentucky uh lottery app mm -hmm. you can play like online gambling oh yeah you you can do that one game what's that one game where you pick the numbers keno keno yeah, you can do Kino twenty four seven. It's really a sickness. Could you imagine being that yeah. addicted to Kino? And there are Kino's so fun though. It is fun. It 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 is fun. And to be quite honest, when we go to Montana, I play Kino every day. Every day I play Kino. Not the not the kind. It's like um not the kind on the TVs, but like uh, like on, you press buttons. It's like a slot machine. Um, oh, and, you, and you just ring them. Yeah, it it, it is fun. It is fun, but. But it truly is a, a, a gambling addiction is like really one of the 
the saddest addictions in my opinion because it's just like you know it it's it's hard to convince someone that you're addicted to gambling they're just like what are you talking about just don't do it right one time i was in uber it was me and two of my friends and this was back when we were we were gambling on on sports pretty heavily at this time and the guy told us that he was um this is super messed up but the guy told us that he was uh going to gamblers anonymous and he was recovering a sports addict mm-hmm. and we had all been drinking and and we basically were telling him asking him what he thought about our picks that mm-hmm. week and, it, and we got out of the car and one of my friends who hadn't said anything for the longest time in the car goes guys do you realize how how fucked up it was what you guys just did in that car? <laughs> That's terrible. It what did you think of your picks, though? I, I'm now interested. Um, I you know I I don't remember specifically, but we were just talking about like our bad beats. You know, when gamblers mm-hmm. get together, it's always bad beats you know, that you talk about. You always remember the bad ones, and, and very rarely do you remember the good ones. And and that 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 should tell you everything you need to know about gambling, to be quite honest. Man, well, that's my problem is that like I'm I, I'm pretty good, honestly. Like I'm just <laughs> I'll just tell you this. I'm pretty good. And um You do those weird bets though. You do those like I do. I do. <laughs> I'm crazy. Um so so this is what's sad to me is that I've been doing it for a long time and I've actually even before like you could do some of the loopholes in Kentucky with like the prop betting and whatnot. Yeah. I I wouldn't even bet. I would I would keep a spreadsheet of like NFL games and just see how good I was. Yeah. And and I've always been good. Um, but these people, like I, I work with people all around the country and a lot of them, I actually am friends with that. I talk to and like, so for example, Maryland got legal about two weeks ago legal, and a friend legal, of mine, legal. huh? Legal gambling, legalized gambling. Yeah. Okay. All, like FanDuel became available for them. Gotcha. And uh, a friend of mine and I were talking and he started uh sending me all these parlays he had put in and i'm just like looking at this shit like and they were for like 50 dollars and stuff and i'm just like man like this is insane like these people are going all in their first ever time with no experience whatsoever 50 dollars dude 50 parlay is insane that's like professional stuff yeah yeah and uh and and he lost and so this guy lost and he was prop betting running backs and i'm like man dude if you are prop betting running backs that's so risky because they get hurt every single game they they are out for an injury like that is i would never advise that parlays build casinos i've always said it i'm always sure dude they love so when you like we're gonna go down a gambling rabbit hole but like on (laughs) social media they love to share these tickets that people have won because for every ticket they pay out 13 grand for they get like a millions and millions of dollars in little two dollar bets for people that are like oh i could do that i could do that yep yep yeah you might as well play slots you might as well go you might as well go to the casino and yeah. penny slots if you're going to be betting parlays for sure and and if you're betting big parlays like that like you shouldn't even look at the results like you shouldn't even guess like you shouldn't even put oh, any thought into the 
into the results. You yeah. should just press a bunch of buttons and turn in the ticket. No, <laughs> you should be random. It, no, I'm serious, dude, because that's how that's how unlikely it is to hit them. Right. The most the, the biggest we used to do a five team uh, parlay every week mm-hmm. back back in like 2016, 2017, 2018. And we hit two of them in the in, 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 in the NFL. Oh, no, it, actually, actually, it was it was mainly college. And I can remember one time and this is another bad beat. Dabo Sweeney, it was the, it was, he, he all he had to do. He was he was up uh, a touchdown, seven points. All he had to do was kick a field goal and we cover. He he didn't kick the field goal on fourth down. He went for it, didn't get the first down. Okay. And then I don't know about you, but when whenever my whenever my coach or my team does something that doesn't allow them to cover, I know covering is not an option. I want them to straight up lose. I want that yeah. team to lose the game. And, and I I'll never forgive him. Did you see what he said this week about NIL? Dude, there's no telling. That guy's such a dork. He said that that uh, Clemson, dork is the perfect word. D- Clemson has been in the NIL business since he's been there, in that he has built the program in the name, image, and likeness of Jesus Christ for oh years. Oh, my God. He said that. Dude, I he might be one of my least favorite figures in, in sports overall. You know what? Seriously, seriously, like him and Dak Prescott. Either, either he Dabo needs to come and coach at UK, or no, Barn, or Barnhart, <laughs> no. Barnhart needs to go to Clemson. What I'm trying to say is that Mitch Barnhart and Dabo are meant for each other. They are the same person. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing that we don't hear is is Mitch isn't running down that hill on game day. And Mitch isn't talking the way that he doesn't have access to the press like the way that Dabo does. Yeah. Don't mistake God. it. Don't mistake it. If you put a mic in front of Mitch as often as a mic is in front of Dabo, they would sound almost identical. Really? Oh. Why? What is the what is the deal there? Like what? What's is it? Is just like a big like it's a huge ego thing, and then they hide it. I don't know if Mitch does this because I don't know that person. Here's the but. thing. Here's, here's the thing that I think. In, in, and honestly, um, this will be the last topic we cover because. But and, and honestly, I could talk about this for like thirty minutes. But <laughs> imagine if you rise to the top, okay, of of your given industry, and and also make no mistake of it. Mitch Barnhart is at the top of athletic directors in the NCAA. He's very, very highly regarded. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you also are like a super devout religious person, you have to believe you, you just, it is inherent that you have to believe that your faith got you there. Okay. So the more successful it's a, it's a, it's a closed system. The more successful you are, it's because you have to believe it's because of that religion and your faith in that religion. So, so God is the one that wanted you to be this good at your job. Correct. Of course it is. And it feeds itself. So the more successful you are, the uh, more it 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 breeds your the decision making. Of course, you make all the right decisions every single time because you have been we we humans are only motivated by positive and negative reinforcement if you keep getting positive reinforcement you'll never ever uh question your judgment why would you 
if you're being, and so he and people like Dabo, it makes sense they are the way they are. Is Mitch? Is I didn't know that about Mitch though. He so he's like a creepy religious southerner, big time. Oh whoa! And so it, that and that's why he won't let let us drink beer at Rupp Arena and right. Commonwealth Stadium right. or Kroger Field. And that's why he's dragging his feet on NIL the way that Dabo hates NIL. Mm-hmm. They're the same person. That's hilarious. Um, there's yeah. a I don't blame a, them. I'm well, what I'm not doing is blaming them. I would I would do the same thing if I were them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I don't like college sports very much anymore. So um, yeah. Yeah. it's just, it, dude, it's too much to keep up with. I can't even waste my time like worrying about this. It, it, but, yeah, yeah. It's so you crazy. It. You have to pick your interest at this point. And, and even even if you pick a sport, the, the sports it's gotten so big. You have to even pick a niche in within the sport. Like yeah. You know, Dude, we have too much access to everything at this point in life. Like, I don't want to know some of this shit that people are coming out with, like how much money Will Levis got for (laughs) for putting mayonnaise in his coffee. Yeah. Dude, I do not give a fuck about any of that. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I just want to watch football on Saturday and have an excuse as to why I drank eight beers in two hours. You know what else for me, though? It's – I – I'm having a harder time, like like you're saying, like you're saying. I so like I'll watch every single UK football game because I care. I care. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you have I, to. I, I won't want. I don't care about other SEC teams playing other SEC teams. All right. I have found. I have found that in, in the NFL and in the NBA, I can't really watch unless it's a knockout game. You know what I mean? There has to be more. It's just in 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 that that really speaks to um, why I really don't care about college basketball. The game the game means the particular game that we are watching in this in a season means yeah. nothing. No college basketball. None of college basketball means anything. We're correct. Correct. And, and these kids are so young and dumb and like all of them are transfers. So none of the teams are any good. So all you have to do is put a, a run together in like six games. In, in February or January. It, yeah, exactly. You just have to be okay by then. And still you're not going to be that good. I know. It's fatigue. We we are hitting, it, it, we are hitting a fatigue. And so like, I, it's like I'm um. It's like I, you know, it's like I'm Hunter Biden and I can't get off unless I've got a gun pressed to the hooker's head. You know, right. Yeah. Yeah. More on the line in, in order to like be all in on a game watching the game. Uh, but we'll see. Honestly, like if I put some props on a game like I it like is, Thursday. That's the cheat code, though. That I like. I, yeah, I agree. I <laughs> like Thursday night football. I think they're actually pretty easy to handicap um, just because there's just certain weird things that happen. Um, Like last night, it was super easy for me. I I got it. Uh, I got my prop. Both. Okay. Um, So a hundred percent. I made, I profited. Um, But I, um, I don't know if I would watch that game if I didn't have the prop. Exactly. I didn't watch it last night. I didn't didn't watch watch it. I didn't watch a single snap. I, to be quite honest, my my whole week's been thrown off because I, I don't know I don't really know what day it is. So I, I didn't even realize yesterday was Thursday. So I didn't even 
no. <clears throat> but yeah, that, that's where I am sports gambling, sports wise. You know, I, there I am, there is a fatigue, and I need I need there to be more on the line for me to care or watch it. You know, and and you know, pick pick what it is. It, did I did yeah. I put fifteen dollars on the money line, or is it a knockout game? Is it playoffs? You know? Yeah, there's there's so much. I, I mean, everything's so watered down because we have access to a everything. Screen a screen 24 seven. So like, if we want to see something cool, you can just like look at a highlight. Like it's just, I don't know. I hate it. But at the same time, it is cool to have access to everything, I guess. I don't know because before smartphones, I was on my computer a whole lot looking at YouTube. (laughs) Like that was always my thing. So it's for me, it's just too much access. No one's, you know, we keep asking for more and we don't have an adult in the room telling us, but maybe. You yeah, should. I don't know. I mean, my, I think all of our dopamine receptors are totally Done. messed up. Done. What Done. What do we do to fix that, though? We go live in the woods for an extended amount of time. Can it can you reset yourself like that? I have to believe that you can. Yeah, but we're there's no hope for us. Like, I mean, we're we work on computers. We're. You know, we're going to watch TV after work. Yeah, uh, there, there's nothing we can do. Anyone that's listening to this, all seven of you, please look up Dick Prennicky. Look up Dick Prennicky to Aaron. You need to as well. And, and uh, he's got several uh, long form videos on YouTube. Um, he's got two two feature length like documentaries. Guy from the 70s goes to Alaska and uh, rejects rejects modern life. It is truly I love reading about this stuff. I love imagining that I could do it. I could never do it. I could never do what he did. And it's just, it's just intensely interesting to me. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going to leave it. We're going to, we're, we're, let's uh, cut this one to a close. And, uh, and, and next time we come back, I'll, I'll let you know um, how upset my family members are that we, we got them a present uh, and they are going to be completely yeah. uh, ill-prepared. Yeah. And I, and I think, um, I think if I have any advice to everyone over the holidays, um, it it doesn't matter whether you believe in this or not. I think everyone (laughs) should try to bring up that, uh, the libs are trying to cancel Christmas and see what happens. (laughs) Um, that's always just like, like it it doesn't matter your family dynamic. That discussion is always very civil and it's a simple, a simple, like, thank God Biden got the gas prices. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.